motherhood. It's one of life's sweetest roles, full of adventures and joys, yet full of seasons of change. I'm on a mission to help equip and encourage you as you invest in your tribe. Join me in conversations about self-care, parenting, home management, and lots of other great topics that lead to an abundant motherhood. My name's Raquel Powell, and this is the Restored Mom Podcast. Hi, ladies. This is Raquel, and I want to take a moment to welcome you to this episode of the Restored Mom Podcast. So today's episode, we are discussing how to stop bickering and its tracks in your home for good. So recently, I uh, became inundated with this struggle in my home. I have an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and a two-year-old. And it has gotten to the point where my eight-year-old and my five-year-old, who were once best friends, are now the ultimate enemies. It has gotten to the point where they bicker daily about any petty little thing, or it had gotten to that point. Ladies, they had gone from being the best of friends and enjoying one another's company constantly to the point where if they even looked at each other the wrong way, it was, Mom, he's looking at me. Mom, stop looking at me that way. Stop touching me. Stop breathing on me. Uh, Stop doing this to me. It really began to um, become a thorn in my flesh. And I had gotten to the point where I just could not deal with it anymore. So I found myself brainstorming, doing a little research, and I figured, what can I do to stop this bickering in my home? Because I need it I need to put an end of it today. Um, As a result, uh, the bicker box system was birthed in my home. And if you've heard of this bicker box system, then you'll know just how exactly wonderful and life transforming for your home it is. But if you have not, then today is your lucky day. Let me go ahead and tell you about the bicker box system. The bicker box system will put a stop completely to the bickering in your home if you begin to implement it today. So before I go any further in regards to the Bickerbox system, I'm going to let you know that there is a link in the show notes for you to grab your free printable of 35 Bickerbox tasks that you can implement in your home today. It's a very, very simple system. So here's the Bickerbox. The Bickerbox consists of 35 tasks that I have drawn out for my children to do. Anytime I catch them bickering, it had gotten to the point where when I caught them bickering, I would just be like, stop that guys, stop that right now. And it was almost like they were so caught up in their bickering, they couldn't even hear my voice. And it stressed me out to the max. It just made me want to pull my hair out some days, especially on days where I was tired or exhausted from having a long night with the baby. It was just more than I can handle. So with this bicker box system, anytime I hear my children beginning to bicker, I can now step back and give it a moment so that they learn to work it out. And when we first implemented this, it never happened. They never learned to work it out and we had to implement it more often. And now we're to the point where they'll begin bickering and they will catch themselves and they will begin communicating with one another and working it out. It's a pretty amazing thing. So 
When I begin hearing the bickering, I'll give them a moment. I won't give them very long, ladies. I mean, like a few seconds. And if they don't stop, I will instantly shout, Bicker box! Ladies, they freeze in their tracks like deer in headlights. And they look at me and they say, no, not the bicker box. When in reality, to a certain extent, they actually love the bicker box. So the bicker box consists of the 35 items that I was sharing with you ladies. And those 35 items I'm going to share with you today because I really think that some of them kind of need elaborated on a little bit. Um, so item number one, sit in each other's labs for three minutes. Now, let's be honest, they're not both going to be the same size. And so this task is harder for my five-year-old than my eight-year-old because my five-year-old has my eight-year-old sitting in his lap and she is squishing him. So this is a little difficult. But then when my five-year-old goes and sits in my eight-year-old's lap, he likes to wiggle a lot. So she's just like, ah, stop it. And so... They have to do this without complaining in order for it to be valid. Next task. Hug and hold it for three minutes. Self-explanatory. Next task. Do a puzzle together. Next. Fold laundry together. Okay, for this task, usually I implement it by having one child fold the other child's laundry. Not only does it create an opportunity for sit time to discuss the bickering that just happened, but it also creates an opportunity to learn servitude. So when you're folding someone else's laundry, you're serving them physically, and through that, it cultivates love through service. The next task is build a wooden block or Lego tower together. Okay, you may have teenagers. If you have teenagers, get a Jenga tower. Have them play Jenga together. That works out just, just like Legos do. And so this works for teens as well. The next one is bonding activity of your choice. So here the child gets to choose. What, what are we going to do together as a result of this bigger box? They really enjoy this. My children, they'll usually either go climb the tree together outside and sit in the tree together and just chat. Or they will pull out chutes and ladders and play a board game. So this is a fun activity because it gives them the opportunity to decide as a team. The next one, memorize a Bible verse together until you can recite it back to me. And so this one takes a little longer. Sometimes it takes them, you know, uh, 15, 20, 30 minutes even, maybe even an hour, depending on which Bible verse you choose or they choose really it's flexible. Oftentimes, I'll let them choose, and sometimes they'll choose one that they slightly know, and they'll just perfect it. And then when they're able to come and recite the verse back to me, they're free to move on. The next one, wear the get-along shirt for 10 minutes. Okay, ladies, this one is hilarious. I don't know if you've seen this circling around Facebook or not, um, but basically what this does is we have an oversized shirt. I bought an XXL, and since my children are both petite, they both fit in the shirt, and they're required to sit or stand either way in the shirt for 10 minutes together. Now, if you have teenagers, this works as well. All you have to do is buy an XXL. So surely, even if it's tight on them, the tighter, the better, the closer they'll be. And while they're in there, encourage them to discuss what just happened. So... 
next task, say five nice things about each other. And you don't want this task to be just, um, I like your hair, I think you're cool. But you really want to encourage them before the task starts to really brainstorm about five things that they really appreciate about their brother or sister. Okay, the next one. Sit outside on a seesaw together for 10 minutes, seesawing while you talk it out. Okay, this one, I really like the outside task because with the outside task, you create movement. You create movement and they're moving side by side. And with movement uh, outside in the fresh sun and in the fresh air, it just kind of gives you a moment to <sighs> take a breather while they're outside. And it gives them a moment to get a breath of fresh air. Oftentimes, you just need fresh air. And when you experience that, then it kind of disintegrates the tension. Does that make sense, ladies? I hope it does. Okay, the next one. Play catch with a ball for five minutes. This can be with a ball and a glove, or if your children are small, you can sit them in the floor and let them roll a bouncy ball to one another for five minutes. Again, this creates movement, and movement de-escalates situations. So the goal here is that they talk and they kind of go over how they could have worked it out or they work it out while they're rolling the ball to one another. The next one says, have your sibling tell you one thing they could have done differently to help you feel heard. And so here, oftentimes, they either they're both feeling unheard or one child is feeling unheard. And the point here is that they communicate what could they have done differently to make them feel heard? So child A, well, just uh, example, my son is, let's say my son is feeling unheard by my daughter and they begin bickering. And so my son would say to my daughter, you could have done X, Y, C differently so that I would have felt heard by you. So here they're just talking about what they could have done differently so that the child or both would have felt heard by the other. This really grows them in their communication skills and it also grows the other person in their listening skills. The next one is tell your sibling one thing that you see that you could have done differently to help them feel loved. Okay. So let me read that again. Sorry. Tell your sibling one thing you see that you should have personally done differently in your treatment of them. Okay, so instead of looking outward and saying you could have done differently in this one, they're looking inward because oftentimes they're both going to assume that they are the victim. And so this one will help them look inward to see what they could have done differently in the situation in their treatment of their sibling. So they would say, brother, I could have done this differently in my treatment of you. Or sister, I could have done this differently in my treatment of you. I hope that helps. That's a good one. That's a really good one to stimulate communication. The next one, share a blanket together for 10 minutes. They're close. They're under that blanket side by side. You just kind of have to deal with each other. Play red light, green light together. This is a really fun one. I have them take turns, and by the end of it all, they're laughing together. They've gone from hitting each other, yelling at each other, to enjoying one another's company. Dance one slow song together. 
This is a fun one. Mom and Dad's Choice. I encourage you to go ahead and get a playlist together. We love doing Michael Buble, Frank Sinatra, anything of the sort. And honestly, I struggle not to chuckle during this one. So next, take out all the trash in the house together as a team. So they will walk around the house and they will get all of the trash taking turns getting the bags out of the trash can and then they will walk outside and take the trash out together while discussing. Next one, make up a story together and tell it back to mom and dad. This really cultivates their natural creativity and you get to see their personalities come out. And this is a fun one. Next one, clean all the bathrooms together or all the bathroom sinks, sorry. Honestly, sometimes I'm tempted to skip this one, ladies. Why? Because um, it can be messier for me. It can cause me more of a mess to clean up than it does help me. But the reality is, is that it's not about me. It's about teaching them that even tedious tasks require teamwork. So I encourage you not to skip out on this one. The next one is practice a Bible verse that you have memorized together for five minutes. Or if, you, if you're not a Christian and you don't memorize Bible verses, maybe a short um, a encouraging quote or a uh, quote on teamwork. Just have them practice that and memorize it for five minutes. Next thing, sit quietly back to back for 10 minutes. If they speak, the 10 minutes starts back over. Self-explanatory. Next one, play hide and seek together take turns hiding. So each one gets a turn to hide, each one gets a turn to seek. Again, the tension goes from frustration with one another to enjoying one another and laughter together. The next one is super tedious. Go pull weeds in the yard together for 10 minutes while you talk it out. Yes, it's a tedious job, but again, it gets them out, gives you a breather, <sighs> and it gives them a breather. It gives them fresh air and it gives them fresh sunlight. And that alone sometimes, ladies, can de-escalate the situation. Next, dust all the bookshelves in the house together. This is a tedious one. My kids hate dusting and so this is a good one for them. Next, read a book together for 10 minutes. Take turns reading one page each. So I'll have child A read to child B and then the next page child B to child A. Wipe the baseboards together for 10 minutes. Self-explanatory. Child A reads a story to child B. So you choose who reads the story to who in the next task. Pick up all the toys in the other person's room or pick up the other person's toys. If the task is not equal, and often for me it is not because my eight-year-old is messier than my five-year-old who is a uh, perfectionist and... He is a very organized um, boy, and so what I'll do is I will have her do other things for him. So pick up his um, outside toys while he picks up her inside toys, or pick up his dirty laundry, or, you know, pick up something to make the task equal. The whole purpose is to serve one another. The next one is clean the windows together for 10 minutes. I put one of them on the outside and one on the inside. This way, they're having to look at each other while they clean their windows. Okay, next task, play Simon Says together and take turns. This is a really fun one. Oftentimes, they end up laughing and loving, and by the end of it all, they're best buddies again. The next one, tell each other five things you love about each other in secret form. So here the goal is they whisper in each other's ear, not for any reason other than it creates closeness. But let me give you a disclaimer on this one. 
you can't hear what they're saying. And so they may be saying, I hate you. You did this to me. I'm going to get you back for this. If for some reason you um, you hear that that's what's going on and one starts complaining about that, toss this one out the window. It's not even worth your effort to try to correct the problem. Toss it out. Pull another one. Don't go back to it. Next one, scrub the walls together. Just like the baseboards, it's tedious work. It teaches them they have to work as a team even when it seems mundane and tedious. Okay. Two more left, ladies. Jump on the trampoline for five minutes together holding hands. If they stop holding hands, I make them start over. Why? Because it's just fun. All they have to do is hold hands and jump up and down. By the end of it all, they're laughing. They're tripping over one another and they're laughing their heads off. It's pretty beautiful to watch happen. And lastly, draw something positive about each other in picture form. Why, why draw it? Well, ladies, when they draw this, the beauty of it is... It gives the siblings some positive affirmation that they get to keep and hang in their room. And so what usually happens is they'll draw something about each other that they love and that's positive, And then they'll keep it up in their room for day- days and weeks at a time. And it's that constant reminder of their love for their sibling and that positive affirmation that every time that they look at that picture, they're going to be affirmed and they're going to be reminded that they are loved. And so this one, it stimulates creativity and it stimulates affirmation towards the other person. That is it, ladies. Those are our 35 tasks for the Bicker Box. And the printable is in the show notes. So don't forget to go ahead and grab it. I really hope that you ladies loved this episode and enjoyed it today. I really do love my Bicker Box and Honestly, my kids do too. Sometimes they'll actually walk up to me and say, hey, mom, can we do a bicker box? And I'm like, no, you're not bickering. And so they'll say, how can we fight? I'm like, Mm-mm, that doesn't count. You don't get the bicker box if you do that. So I just encourage you, take advantage of it and use it to edify your children. I really am confident, ladies, that if you just apply this, keep the bicker box in plain sight so that you and your children don't forget that it exists. If you just apply this, I promise you, you will see change in your home. You'll see relationship growth among your children, and you'll see a way more sense of peace in your home. Have an awesome day, ladies. You ladies are wonderful, and I look forward to hearing you in the next episode of The Restored Mom. This was an episode of the Restored Mom podcast. If you're ready to take action towards your best motherhood, head on over to our Facebook group for free resources. And to learn more about what your next steps might look like, you can find us at Facebook, The Restored Mom. I'm always on your side, friend. See you next time.